Welcome to another message of hope from Gateway Family Church. For more information or to contact us, please visit gateway.asn.au. Thanks for taking the advice. So, my question for you tonight to start off is how long have you lived in your house? Have you lived there? Who's, who's lived there for just a year? Two months. Yep. Or two years? Five years? Anyone lived there for five years? Yep. Anyone? Ten or a little bit? Oh, ten or under? Yep. Has anyone lived there for 15? Yes, some people, 15. All right, now this will get to the leaders. Has anyone actually lived in the same house for 20 years or more? Oh, there's a few people. There you go. So I have actually lived in my family home on and off. I I did live out of home for a couple of years, uh, but I've lived there for 25 years. I was five the day that I moved in, so you can do the math. And the only thing I actually remember about the day that I moved into the house was that the, um, the moving truck blocked the driveway, so I got to actually climb the fence to, so I could walk to school. And that's the only thing I can remember about moving into the new house. So over the last 25 years, my house has seen a few changes. And I actually thought that I would show you a few pictures uh, from this, it's just, you know, it's a bit of a, a hairstyles across the years. There's a few different glasses across the years. My mum and I had a lot of fun uh, going through all our photos and had a few ooh, yuck moments about what the house and our clothes were like. So if we can put the first one up. This is actually, I think it's close to the day or um, maybe just before we moved in. So that's what my house looked like 25 years ago. Um, it's quite different now. Um, we used to have a pool in the backyard, so if we go to the next one, uh, and having a pool was great, except for how much time it took to actually look after it. And you can see it's not looking that great um, around the pool, but I did have a lot of fun when it was there. And we eventually we got rid of the pool, and then instead of the pool, we actually had a swing set for a little while. And that was pretty good, except it was pretty close to the fence. That's my gran. Oh, I miss her. Um, she, yeah, she passed away a few years ago. But we had the swing set you can see behind mum and gran and Robbie. And we actually used to hit the fence. So nearly knocked the fence over a few times. So we changed that and we got a trampoline. Now, that's Robbie used to love to pose for photos. So he, was, he used to be very cute. He used to be. Um, And you can see we have this amazing trampoline there. I still remember when I was about 12 and my sister was about 10, we were jumping on it one day, and we went right through. So got rid of the trampoline. And now this is what my backyard looks a bit more like. And this is actually O-Group's last year. Um, So we now have a back deck, we have Christmas out there every year, and we actually love having that space a lot better than uh, what we had over the years. Now, the next thing I want to show you, take careful note of what's in this picture. So again, it's the cute Robbie. You can see our amazing TV. Now, that TV was special. You used to have to turn it on by putting a pair of uh, tweezers in and pulling the plug out because we lost the little button that you could actually turn it on with. So that was a lot of fun. Um, And you can see that we had these amazing Venetian blinds. They were really gross. 
And that door that you can see looking into is actually, that's my bedroom now, and that door no longer exists. It actually, there's a wall there now, and some of the year 11, 12 girls will notice that um, on the right-hand side of those blinds, that's actually a door through to an extension now. So very different. Um, we've got, next, the next one I think is a photo of our, oh no, that's the front yard, I think I put it in the wrong order. But that's what, that's again, Robbie, cute, posing, and you can see Jess and I in our lovely outfits. All, the all purple <laughs> look was great when I was younger. So that's our front path, it looks a lot different now. And what's ne coming up next? Thanks, Matt. Ah, uh, yes, this is our uh, lovely uh, floral couch, which um, we had for probably, you know, 20 years. These girls will attest to the fact that we actually had it up until very recently. Um, and you can see, part, like behind my mum, you can see that there's like a doorway through to the kitchen. That's no longer there. That actually is now a wall. And behind where the couch is, is actually the doors that you get in and out of the lounge room for. So if we go to the next one. You can see this is what it looks like now. And that, the rug on the floor there is actually an addition of two days ago. So again, a bit different. A lot comfier couch. Would you say you're 11, 12 girls? We can fit a lot more people on that couch than we used to be able to. And then I think we've got some of the kitchen. So wasn't I cute? Uh, yep, so you can see our gorgeous tiles. And this is again, you can see again, I was really cute, wasn't I? You know, I knew how to pose. You can see the ugly carpet and the Venetians again. And now this is what it looks like. So you can see beautiful white pristine, got wood floors throughout the house. That's one direction and in the other direction. And this is, this is what my house looks like now. Uh, just a little bit of an improvement over the years. So basically tonight, the topic is the wisdom of doing. And one of my questions for you is what are you actually building your life on? What are you building your worth on? Is it the ability to get all A's at school? Is it the amount of friends that you have on Facebook or Instagram? Are you building your worth on your ability to play a musical instrument or the way that you play a certain sport? Is it finishing Call of Duty? Matt was teaching me a little bit about what Call of Duty was earlier. Is it, is your worth built on whether or not you have a boyfriend or girlfriend? So here at Gateway, we believe a few things which I'm going to share with you. So we actually believe that Jesus is God's son and that he came down to earth over 2,000 years ago because us humans needed a bit of help to connect with God. Jesus became a bridge for us. Perhaps you believe that too. Perhaps you don't. All right. So in the Bible, there are tons of stories about Jesus' life and many recordings of the stories that he told. Even if you don't believe that Jesus came to earth to connect with us, uh, to connect us with God, sorry, he was a very wise person. And we can learn a lot from what he says. So here are some of his words. I'll put them up on the screen so that you can see them. So, if you work the words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who dug deep and laid the foundation of his house on bedrock. When the river burst its banks and crashed against the house, nothing could shake it. It was built to last. 
But if you just use my words in Bible studies and don't work them into your life, you are like a dumb carpenter who built a house but skipped the foundation. When the swollen river came crashing in, it collapsed like a house of cards. It was a total loss. So these verses are telling us to listen to and do what Jesus says. But what are some of the things that he's talking about? A few verses before this, it tells us some, it gives us some advice. It says, don't pick on people, jump on their failures, criticize their faults, unless, of course, you want the same treatment. Don't condemn those who are down. That hardness can boomerang. Be easy on people. You'll find life a lot easier. Give away your life. You'll find life given back, but not merely given back given back with bonus and blessing. Giving, not getting, is the way. Generosity begets generosity. So sometimes the people in our life can lead us in the wrong direction. Sometimes it's even people that we think actually love us. Perhaps you're feeling a bit pressured to do certain subjects at school as you're coming up to choose them. Perhaps... You're feeling pressured to find the perfect uni course. Got a lot of year 12s that have just finished. Maybe it's to have a drink at the party that you're going to over the weekend. Maybe it's to join in on picking on the nerdy kid that's in your class. Over the years that I've lived in my house, there have been heaps of choices that we could have made. At one stage, we actually had termites go right through the house. And we could have... (laughs) We've just got a message from God. I'm just passing it on to you. Uh, So we could have ignored these termites. And I'll just tell you, it was quite creepy. Uh, They had come through the area. The guy across the road had had them. And they came through our house. And they were like, you'd be walking along. And fortunately, we had carpet at the time. So you didn't fall through the floor. But there'd be like a bit of a a squishy bit. And it just wasn't right. And then one day, I leant on like the side of the the door jam. And it like collapsed under my hand. That was very freaky. So we could have chosen to ignore the termites. And then we wouldn't have had the amazing shots that I showed you at the end. The beautiful house that we now have would have been nothing. It actually would have crumpled down around us. It's the same with our relationships with our friends and family. If we choose to ignore our friends and family, we don't hang out with them. If we criticise them when we do hang out with them. If we're really stingy friends with our time or helping them out then they're going to stop wanting to spend time with you. They're going to stop wanting to spend time with all of us if we're like that. For those who have a relationship with Jesus, we can choose to ignore him, not read the Bible, not come to youth, and eventually our relationship with him gets pretty hard. He never forgets about us, but when we stop relying on him, we'll get easily distracted If we try to spend time with him, we will choose not to spend time with him. For those that know Jesus, that is who you should be building your life on and in. He should be the person that you run to 
in the good and the hard times. So another question for you to think about. Are you going to be like the dumb carpenter and continue to build your life on material things? Or will you be like the smart carpenter, the wise man, and build your life in Jesus? So the title of this message is The Wisdom of Doing. So I've got four practical things that you can do to become a wiser person. So the first one that I love doing is spending time with Jesus. I love reading my Bible. I love praying. I love talking with other Christians about what's going on in the Bible and questions I might have. I just find that really filling. So I would recommend that you try that as well. Number two is to be a great mate or son or daughter. Encourage your friends and family. Speak life into them, the verses said earlier. Help them out, even when they might not ask you to help them. Yes, you can fill a dishwasher. Yes, you can mow the lawn, even if mum or dad doesn't ask you. The third one is to be generous. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to use all the money that you have or spend all the money you have on people. Being a generous person is being generous with your time, with your conversation, with the way that you listen to the people in your world. You could even potentially donate (coughs) funds to the children's fund. Even 50 cents will help the kids in PNG who get maybe a meal a day and that might be a bowl of rice. And think what we have. So that's easy. You can just donate um, uh, just a little bit of money. And the last one is something I want you to notice. Notice that people are not just wise because they do something, but because they listen and do. So it's a combination of that. So listen to the wise people around you. Yes, your parents are wise. Yes, us youth leaders have a little bit of wisdom and we would love to talk you through lots of different things. So my advice to you is to go and build your life and your worth on wise things. Let me pray for you. God, I just want to thank you for always teaching us new things. I'd like to ask that you would help us not only to hear about wise things, but that we would go out and do wise things. That we would be the type of friend that people come and ask advice from, from us. Please help us to keep growing and learning and valuing that. I thank you for always being there for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Gateway Family Church. We hope you join us again for another great message next week. For more information or to contact us, head to gateway.asn.au.